Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Human Leader Podcast. My name is Colleen Davis and this is where I introduce you to the power of the human leader. I do this by giving you insights into how humans think and behave and how you can leverage this into your own leadership, identity and practice. I interview some insightful human leaders in diverse industries and to find out how you can embrace the strength of being a human leader and use it practically in your own leadership role. Today is the 31st of December 2019. It is the end of a decade, the end of a year, beginning of a new year and a new decade. Do you remember where you were in 2010? In South Africa, we had the World Cup. I will never forget the feeling of enthusiasm, hope it inspired. The different flags, all the cities were at their best. The citizens were at their best. There was a common bonding between people. And that was the beginning of a very hard decade for us with corruption, with the breaking down of our institutions. Many people weren't aware what was happening. They just knew that the whole country was being polarized, that you couldn't speak out. It was a dark time in our history. As we prepare for 2020, we again have hope. We again are seeing the uh, opportunities that are coming. We are building bridges across different cultures, across different language groups, across different communities. And that is good. That is what we need. For you in the last 10 years? What have you had to endure? What have you had to go through? What journey? Did you have a journey of suffering? Did you have a journey of pain? Did you have to wake up to yourself and realize that you were good enough and you began a new journey, a new identity, a journey towards your leadership identity? What has changed in the world in the last 10 years? What do our leaders look like? Do they reflect our values? Do they reflect what we are wanting in the world? What has changed in technology? 10 years ago, what did we have? What did we not have in 10 years time? Where will we be? What will have changed? A new year is special to many people because it symbolizes a new beginning. It is filled with hope of things that will be better than before. It gives us the opportunity to begin again, like a new dawn. After a dark night, the opportunity to start afresh. This is a new decade. 
new decade is how the world measures progress. The last 1920s showed a shift. It was after the First World War and there was a shift in fashion, music, social structure, family structure. Each decade is iconic and recognizable. If I say to you that you are a child of the 80s, you understand the meaning and the context that this implies. As we reach the end of this decade and we see how the world has changed, we've got climate change, uh, we've got civil wars, war against terror, mass extinction of animal species, huge weather changes. We need to look at leadership and the way we see it, the way we view work, families and even ourselves moving in a specific direction. I want you to pause to consider what does that mean? We have no idea what changes are coming, what the world will look like in 10 years' time, what our leaders, our economies, all communities will look like. All we can do is prepare ourselves. Often we use metaphors or uh, picture language to describe something. I use that a lot, if you haven't noticed yet. And sometimes change is like the ocean. It has different tides. Sometimes it's high tide. Sometimes it's low tide. Sometimes you have huge waves. Sometimes you have little ripples in life. Are we able to surf the waves of change? To recognize the warning signs of a coming tsunami? Are we able to recognize that when there is dry land that we should run to the hills, be able to reach for higher ground. I will never forget watching on TV as the tsunami hit Japan, as it surged through the coastal village of Honshu in March 2011, collapsing the houses, pushing the ships as if they were nothing, just toys. Just before the water surged through, you saw people running for the higher ground. Some made it and others were swept away. That is what huge change can be like. Your world that for one moment is picture perfect and normal for you is swept away and you either have to hold on for dear life, survive it and rebuild it, or drown and be swept away. There is opportunity on the cliff edge of chaos, but you have to be awake, alert and resilient to act in the moment. To make those decisions in that moment, you need to be able to have an inner core of who you are, your belief about the world around you and your place in it and your strength of purpose will decide what you do when you are faced with those opportunities. Viktor Frankl was a psychiatrist who survived the Nazi concentration camps during the Holocaust. He was a young doctor in Vienna in 1930, and he married in 1941, but landed up in the concentration camp in Dachau, where he saw people die. He experienced starvation, 
and other horrific experiences. And he says in his book uh, called The Man's Search for Meaning that the good die first. His experience inspired his psychotherapy practice after the war. And he looked at what makes people endure hardship and suffering. He started the practice of logotherapy. Logotherapy focuses on the future, the meaning to be fulfilled by the person in their future. It is in their mind that they have a will to live. This is more than a person's instinct or defense mechanism. It is the capacity for the person to die for a cause, an ideal, a value. What are you willing to die for? I was recently looking at all the hardship and suffering in the world today. And I was wondering, why do people go through that suffering? Would I go through that suffering? Why wouldn't they just end their lives? And yet, the human spirit holds on through the pain, through the suffering. It is incredible. It has this ability to hope for better for tomorrow, that the next moment will be better. This gives us meaning in life. Without this, when the hard times come, without a belief in a higher power or a higher purpose for your existence, it would be difficult to find the point in life. Yet people all over the world know inside themselves that there is a meaning to their existence. They were not born for nothing. You were not born for nothing. Frankel describes how people can be dissatisfied in their work environment because the work is at odds with what you were born to do, your vocation or calling. Sometimes in a coaching session, the client gains awareness that their frustration is that they are not in the place that has meaning for them. For some people, letting go of a career and moving into a new avenue inspires new changes, ignites their passion, and enables new life and new growth in their lives and in their careers. For others, it's finding new life in their personal lives as they get involved in charity, politics, or religious life. I have heard of business people becoming teachers, of teachers becoming business people, of engineers becoming doctors, of cleaners becoming engineers. As human beings, we are born as a gift to the world. We all have a unique set of gifts or strengths that we are able to uh, bring, be passionate about, that comes easily to us. It engages our energy. It is our, it is our gift to the people around us, to the community around us. I have experienced this when I started on my journey of developing leaders, of finding my passion, of empowering others so that they can reach their potential. It gives me energy. It doesn't suck anything out of me. What sucks the energy out of you? What drains it? What gives you energy? What inspires you? 
when we are faced with the end of a year, with the beginning of a new year and the beginning of a new decade, it is our opportunity to reflect on our own lives, where we are and where we want to be. As leaders, we can reflect on what leadership means for us and for those who follow us. What dream burns within you? What first step do you need to take to embrace this need? Who is supporting you on this journey? Who is walking with you, challenging you as you unpack it? Perhaps now is the time to employ a coach to support you through this time of uncertainty and new growth. We don't know what the next decade holds. We don't know what the world will even be like. What we do know is that we need to embrace the inner tensions that searching for our meaning and our will to live and our purpose of being brings. Having this tension is not a bad thing. It enables us to shift forward, providing growth and depth within ourselves as we question and strive and climb those mountains. Our mind is like a muscle. When you want to mountain climb, if you want to go to Kilimanjaro, you don't decide today, okay, I'm going to climb Kilimanjaro. It takes a lot of preparation. You build your muscles over a long time, building your strength, so that when you climb Kilimanjaro, it is a great experience. If I went and decided to climb it today, I probably wouldn't survive it. This tension pushes us to make changes, to challenge and embrace our values, to focus on something more than ourselves, to be part of a change in the world. Our world does not need leaders who keep the status quo. We have such rapid changes. We don't need people who ha are just doing things because everyone before them has done it. The world has shifted. Some of the wisdom of previous decades is no longer wisdom. We need courageous, innovative leaders who think of others, serve their communities, and build others up. To do this, you have to love the people around you, to be willing to be fully aware of them in order to see their potential and encourage them. If you are unable to love the people around you, to see them for who they were meant to be, I'm not talking about erotic love, I'm not talking about romantic love, but recognizing the human beings that are around you, to be willing to be curious about them, willing to love them as your neighbor. Humans have the ability to work together against chaos, disaster, turmoil, insanity, adversity, bad situations. It's their greatest strength and the reason for our survival. When the tsunami or tidal wave hits your business, your home, your community, how resilient will you be? How prepared to adapt and move forward are you?
to catch the wave and surf the crest of the wave, building momentum to thrive in this new decade takes courage. I am here with you and we can journey together through this new decade through this podcast and through my social media and emails. I provide encouragement, hope, and I challenge you to step forward with courage to walk the life that you have been born to lead without fear or insecurity, but with strength and purpose. I look forward to hearing from you. Use the mistakes and the lessons learned of yesterday to recreate your pathways into your new tomorrow. Whatever the future holds, it has opportunity, there is hope, there is light. What are you choosing to bring with you as you journey into your tomorrow? I look forward to hearing from you uh, and to hear what you think, what you have thought, uh, what your ideas are, what you are planning for the next decade. Let me know. In my next few podcasts, I have some incredible human leaders in early in the new year who I will be interviewing. I can't wait to introduce them to you. We will be talking about what it means to be human, how to leverage this humanness, and to get the best out of your team. How to build an environment that inspires the best energy from your team. Subscribe to us. Uh, Subscribe to this Human Leader podcast so that you don't miss an episode. Thank you once again for joining me. And it is always a privilege to walk alongside you as you walk this journey of life and you shift your identity as a leader.